there's even more satisfaction because they're getting more of what they're paid for. And then the fact that they were coming back to it to go through the program again and again, I was like, whoa, I like this way more. December 25th, 2018, it was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19, I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom, and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job, and... I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. One of the things that I'm really well known for is doing the most with the least. And so what I want to share with you guys today are some of the tools that I wouldn't want to live without. Do I believe that we can, at least if you are a course creator or desire to be a course creator, do I believe that we could use none of these tools and still make money? Yes, I've already proven it. <laughs> I created a program way, way back in the day called, I just labeled it as a seven-day experience. And I was like, come hang with me for seven days. I'll teach you blah, 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 blah. And what I wanted to prove to people was that you could make money online having none of the normal resources that people think that they need before they sell at least digital information. And so what I did was I did not do a web page, no website. I didn't even do a payment page. I wrote on a sticky note right on my desk right there. I wrote the seven topics that I wanted to talk about. I opened up a free private Facebook group and then I picked up my phone and I recorded a video and I just talked about what I wanted to teach people, why I wanted to teach it. And what was occurring was I was getting these messages in my DM saying like, well, what do you use for your email provider and what do you use for this? And all of those things can be really useful tools, but what I want to say is if it's preventing you from starting, don't let it. So I launched this program, this experience, and I told people just send me money on PayPal and I screenshot um, the terms and conditions on a note on my phone. So the overhead for this launch was a whopping $0 and then when I deposited the money, into my bank account after I earned $14,000 for this launch. I sold it at like $2.99 or $3.99 for the week with me. I paid the PayPal fees. That was it. That was the only 
overhead that was required to make $14,000. Now, some of you are going to be like, well, you already had an audience. Look, I have been selling to audiences of less than like 300 people since I started. I made my first money online when I had less than 300 Facebook friends. One of my clients, Rubina, she started a an online pin company. So she created enamel pins and she made $10,000 in her first weekend selling a $10 product with like two to 300 Instagram followers. So you can do so much with so little as soon as you start to think like, well, what about look for evidence in the opposite? So I did this online course using no branding. I didn't even give it a name. I just referred to it as a seven day experience. Um, there was no logo. I didn't do a photo shoot. There was nothing. <laughs> and I did that all on purpose just to show people you don't need any of this shit to get started. So if that's you and you're like, okay, I haven't even gotten started, you literally don't even need any of this to begin. But what I'm going to share with you is if I, if there were tools that I'm using in my business today that I would not want to live without, what are the non-negotiables? So this is a very bare minimum list that could absolutely run my seven-figure company. So in the last 12 months, we have brought in over $1.4 million in cash, and the majority of that has been through digital programs. So the first piece, the first tool that I'm going to share with you is the tool that hosts our programs that I believe is such a secret sauce to why we have such a close connection with our customer base, why we have a repeat customer base, and why we have a high consumption rate of our programs. I was just talking to one of my um, personal clients this morning, and she was like, Andrea, I sell digital courses, and I don't buy them. (laughs) And she goes, but yours... I listen to, I don't buy them because I don't want to have to sit down at my desk and like put it up on a computer. Like I'm just not going to, I'm not going to slow down long enough to consume it. And she goes, but I can just pop yours on your private podcast feeds and listen to them in the car, wherever I'm going. And, And this is what I hear all the time. The fact that we converted all of our digital assets that we sell, even freebies, we do freebies, we do anything from a free private podcast feed to offer like free audios, free trainings, free guided visualizations, and we grow our email list with that, to programs up to $2,555. So we use a um, program or a company called Hello Audio. So when this company first launched, they reached out to me and the um, one of the co-founders, Lindsay, we had known each other previously. Like we had probably met in like the B-School group way back in the day. I'm like such an OG B-School. I was like one of the five people that did B-School all the way. I did every module. (laughs) I can't say that about every course I've ever purchased, but I did with B-School because it was the most money I'd ever invested into a digital, into my education period. So I think we probably met in like the B-School group way back in the day, but she followed me on Instagram and she's like, hey, we launched this platform called Hello Audio. Would you eat? interested in hearing more about how you could use this for your digital courses. And at first I was like, no, I don't want to convert all the things. And then I wanted to do a, um, a guided visualization as an opt-in. And I was like, wait, that would probably be perfect. And at that time you could do one private feed for free. And so I gave it a try and people loved it. 
And then I was getting ready to launch a program called 15 Minute Launch Coach. So the premise of this is like have a professional launch coach in your ear and I'll give you a transformation in 15 minutes so that you can get back to work. So when you're in launch mode and like things are moving fast and things are really busy and you need a really fast pivot, 15 minutes, put me in your ear. We'll dial it in, we'll turn it around, and then you'll get back to it. So it's like having me as a live lunch coach almost, but every single question that you could possibly ask, um, I put into a 15-minute audio recording. And at first, I just gave them um, MP3s in a Dropbox folder or a Google Drive or something like that. It was so janky, but people loved it. It was a killer, killer successful program. But people were having to scroll through a Dropbox folder to be able to find the name of the MP3 of whatever um, problem it is that they wanted to solve within their launch. Now, that was still fine for people because there wasn't many other options. And so like that was an acceptable format for people to have things delivered. But I was like, wait a second, why don't we try out this Hello Audio thing that I've been using for my opt-in? to be able to deliver people guided visualizations and let's put 15 minute launch coach on there. And people loved it so much. Like people were reaching out on Instagram and DM saying like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. It's so much easier to use a program. I I actually went all the way through the program. And so we were starting to notice that people's consumption rates of our programs, they were going from start to finish. And as we started to look at the analytics of it, we're like, wow, people are um, not only finishing programs, but they're coming back to them. And so like, this is the dream as somebody who is taking information that has changed their life and teaching it to people and for people to come back and reuse it over and over. This was like almost unheard of in the, in the coaching industry because that simple little barrier of the login was preventing people from coming back consistently to programs. And Hello Audio eliminated that barrier completely. So once I saw the satisfaction rate of my client increase, the consumption rate of what they paid for increase, which means there's even more satisfaction because they're getting more of what they're paid for. And then the fact that they were coming back to it to go through the program again and again, I was like, whoa, I like this way more. And so we converted all of my digital courses, which weren't that many at the time, maybe like less than a handful. And then from then on, we created them all and we saved them in private podcast feeds. Now it turns out (laughs) we are the number one power user of Hello Audio because I was just interviewed by Lindsay about our usage of their platform. And they're like, how many feeds do you have? And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Let me look. And I was like, I think 54. And she's like, yeah, you're number one. So we use them for everything. When I um, record a Zoom for a private client, they all get their own private podcast feed. So they can open up their private podcast feed and they'll see last week's recording, the week recording the week before that, the week before that. So if they want to tap back into something, they have it accessible through their private podcast feed. And then we use it for free opt-ins, as I had mentioned, and anything from like a $37 audio program all the way up to a $2,500 full-blown course, which is my program, WAP Wealth Alignment Patterns. Um, The nice thing about like with our, with my bigger programs, for the most part, 
can slides, can videos support what it is that I'm teaching? Yes. Yeah. So what we do is you can offer transcriptions, which is great for people who want something visual. And then if I do make slides, I can just link the slides just like you would the show notes of a regular podcast. So if you guys are already familiar with just clicking down the dropdown and seeing the show notes of any podcast, which pretty much everyone is at this point, you'll have access through our digital programs of if there's any resources, if I mention, like I'm going to give you guys the links for all of these different um, platforms that we use. So you guys will just check the show notes. The links for all of them will be there. It's the same thing through our private um, podcast feeds. It's just that people can't search them. People can access them through, like if you are an Apple user, you can go to the Apple podcast app, open it up, and you'll see a feed um, filled with all of the podcasts that you're subscribed to, including courses from me. Now, all of my clients are going to this. Like, all of them. And they're having so much fun with it. It's easier to create. And here are a couple benefits that I didn't anticipate when I did this. Number one, the connection that I have with my audience is so good. Why is that? When we're creating a podcast, it's just me and you right now. Like I'm thinking about you. I'm talking to you. I'm not saying, hey, everyone, I'm I'm speaking to you like you're sitting right here just hanging out with me in my bedroom. If you were, you would have just saw my sister walk in right before I started recording this, holding a baby with her arms stretched out in front of her. And I see shit going all the way up my nephew's back. So you Luckily, you're not in my bedroom because you would have um, had to experience the smell of sweetie little Liam's diaper explosion and watch me race to help my sister get him into the bathtub. But there's a form of intimacy that we get to have when someone is someone has headphones in or on, earbuds or whatever, or you're in your car. Most of the time, if you're listening to a podcast, you have a little bit of solitude at that time. So it feels like I'm just sitting here talking to you. It's not like I'm on a Zoom and my eyes are bouncing back and forth from like person to person and you can see that I'm clearly holding space for a group. Even though my private podcast feeds and my courses serve hundreds, even thousands of people, which is crazy to say at this point, fucking nuts, even though they serve a large amount of people, I'm really only talking to one. I'm talking to my ideal customer, which would be you, the person listening to this, right? So there's this intimacy that I believe that we get when we are clearly talking to a single person and directing our information, our questions, our journal prompts, our instructions to you versus an entire group. I believe that has created a large amount of intimacy. In fact, I said that on Instagram and in other places. And I've had clients come back and they're like, yes, I do feel this way. So that was one of the major benefits that I didn't anticipate. The second one was from a marketing perspective. So when people buy more than one of my digital courses that come through the private podcast feeds, it's all in their podcast app. So when they open it up and they scroll through all of the different podcasts that they're subscribed to, You might see my face a couple of times. You might see my face three times. You might see my face four times. And for a lot of my power users, most of their feed is filled with me, (laughs) my programs, right? So we have a really, really high percentage rate of 
repeat customers who come back to buy other programs on other niche products and so or on other niche topics rather. And so when people screenshot them and they share them onto their Instagram stories and they tag me and they're like, oh my gosh, I was listening to this. I got this breakthrough. The screenshot isn't just filled with a single podcast that has my face on it. A lot of times I'm the majority of what people are screenshotting. What that looks like from the perspective of somebody else who is seeing their Instagram stories is, wow, why is that person like the number one face in their feed? What's special about them? And maybe let me go check them out. I would be curious. So you think about like the whole old school concept of like the cupcake bakery that has the line around the block. Even if the cupcakes aren't that great, people are like, well, let me stand in line. I'm curious, like what's this cupcake hype about? The good news is in this case, the cupcakes are great, which is why people keep coming back. But it makes, it creates marketing curiosity. It creates that line around the block look for social. I was writing an email today saying like, we're all kind of creating the landscape of what it looks like to be digital entrepreneurs because this is still so new in society. Like we're all still paving paths that didn't exist and we're just giving people our steps along the way. So, so many of these things like couldn't have been anticipated. I wouldn't have known. Nobody could have told me. It's still so new. So I was a super early adopter. I'm such a late adopter when it comes to fashion, guys. It's like 10 years later. You guys remember when the fanny packs came back? I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) What are you guys doing? And now I wear one every day. It took me five years (laughs) to get on board. Not with tech. Not with stuff within within my business that um, I believe is going to have a great effect. So Hello Audio, I was a pretty dang early adopter. Like I said, I am their number one power user. I have their powerhouse unlimited option, which is just $81 a month. You guys, I make, what I say? I said I did 1.4 cash in the door, not total sales, but cash in the door in the last 12 months. And I'm guessing, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm guessing like probably a million of that is digital courses, somewhere close to that, all through Hello Audio. I host everything in Hello Audio for 81 bucks a month. That's batshit. Now, when I was being interviewed by Lindsay, she's like, a lot of people are like, I can't put my big programs. People expect video. And I'm like, Link it in the show notes. If people want video, you could have both. But what I want is for my user to know exactly one place where they can get everything that they've ever purchased from me without logging in. I want that barrier eliminated for them so they get max consumption of what it is that they purchased, which means max fulfillment, max transformation. 81 bucks a month, you guys. Okay, number two, I was probably like one of the first people in the coaching industry, maybe we'll say second or third. There's some like really fast adopters with the um, with the technology in the coaching industry, but I was so fast on this. I prayed to the universe. I hated email list building. I didn't even really do it until a couple of years ago, and I just hated it. It wasn't fun, and if it's not fun, I'm not in. So I literally prayed. I'm not kidding. This was an actual prayer. Dear God source universe, help me find a way to make email marketing fun. I see the value. 
I want to do it. I just don't want to do it this way, (laughs) which is how like everybody taught it, right? Then I was sitting on a Zoom in a mastermind that I had signed up for and this dude shows up on the other side and he was the founder of a company that, um, that hosts DM or messaging automations. Now this wasn't new at the time. It had been available already through Facebook, but I wasn't building my business on Facebook. I was building my business on Instagram. So he starts talking about the fact that Instagram is finally rolling out this feature where you can do DM automations. As soon as I heard that, I literally looked up. I was like, God. And he's like, I'm going to take the first like X number of people and I'm going to put you guys into a beta test group with me. I know for a fact, because I messaged him, we actually became great friends afterwards. I was like, I was the first person to email you, huh? And he's like, yes. (laughs) I'm like, bro, you were an answer to my prayers. I cannot make this up. And he helped me or this like service, this platform, um, helped me take a platform where I enjoyed being on, which was already Instagram and list build from there. I didn't have to get off the platform to list build. I didn't have to go create like crazy things and crazy funnels and all the things. I just needed enough to get me started. So I started doing DM automations like the second that they were available to people. In fact, before most people, because I was in a beta test group. And as soon as it rolled up out to the rest of the world, like I was already on my way. I was doing it first. And so I was using Chatmatic and Travis, who was the person who um, helped me get into that, had actually sold the company. And I will say, I hate to say this because we've been using them for so long and Travis is my homie, but since the new people have been on board, customer service has not been my fave and we're migrating to many chat. <laughs> I haven't even told Travis. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say a word, but he probably doesn't care anymore. <laughs> I'm sure he cares in some capacity. That would be very disappointing as a founder. But um, so we're migrating to ManyChat. And you guys, for the first thousand contacts, you can use ManyChat for free. Um, They have awesome tutorials on how to get things set up. You can hire people to get them set up. But I would say get a single DM automation set up, figure out how to do it or hire someone to do it. I'm telling you guys, these DM automations make me money in my sleep because I can put something in my Instagram story and I could be like, DM me the word pleasure and you'll get details on my program called the pleasure monitor. DM me the word wealth and you're going to get my free guided visualizations. Um, my favorite one, the people that the, the one that people love the most is either that I could never spend it all guided visualization or the motherfucking millionaire guided visualization. So then people will DM me the word wealth and then I'll have a new podcast will come out and I'll say like DM me the word podcast and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you guys will get the link for um, this week's current episode, right? There's so many different ways to use it. Like comment on this post and we'll automatically send you a DM and you guys will get access to this new freebie or you guys will get details to for the waitlist for my new program or like what the fuck ever. You, there's so many different ways to use it. I would not want to live my life without DM automations. And I'm so glad that even though figuring out how to get them set up at first for somebody who's not super tech friendly wasn't easy at first. It's so much easier now because when I first started, like I said, like it was still brand new. There weren't a million different videos, tutorials and stuff like that. So 
I was luckily taken under Travis's wing and he helped me in the beginning, but now there are so many different resources and and the tutorials on, on that are so good and it's so worth the time. It is one of those like slow down so that you can speed the fuck up forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> so valuable. When I look at people who are like, DM me the word, send me the link. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> why would you do that? I do not even convert people in the DMs anymore. I use, I mean, I sell a program and I teach people how to close sales in the DMs. And I can, let me add the caveat that I don't convert them anymore because I have over time built up a tremendous amount of trust equity with my audience and authority. And I have so many testimonials to prove that the concepts that I teach really work. Obviously people can plug into the podcast and they can get a feel for my teaching style and all of that. So I don't have to anymore, but also you can do so much through automations. It's just crazy. It's just crazy and so amazing. Even as a new person, I would say start this sooner rather than later. Don't let this be your first thing. If it's going to prevent you from getting started, fuck it. If any of these things prevents you from getting started, fuck it. You don't need any of them. Like I said in the very beginning, they're amazing to have. They're so helpful. They save you so much time. And, and I really believe it serves my audience because when people DM me the word, uh, do you know how many sales that I make while I'm sleeping because people now follow me from other countries? So they're already waking up while I'm still sleeping. And if I'm in launch mode, you guys, when I launched the pleasure model, I want to say I did like 10 to $15,000 in my sleep because all of a sudden I had launched it later in the, on in the evening and all of a sudden the UK woke up and they're like, oh shit, look what Andrea did. Sale, 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 right? So, and that's because I had all of my DM automation set up. So I'm so glad, so glad that I did that. The other one, you guys probably already use this, but if you don't, Canva, like, oh my gosh, before I even had, so I have a brand artist on my team now, but that hasn't always been true for me. So just going in and doing quick stuff, really easy for free on Canva, like no brainer. You can have a free account on Canva. I have a paid account. It's $12.95. <laughs> oh, and then I think we're going to end up paying like 25 bucks a month for mini chat or something like that. Zapier, Zapier, however people pronounce it. I think it's Zapier. We pay 49 bucks a month. And this is so that... Um, if you want to connect like your DM automations to your email funnels, you need something that can do that. So Zapier helps connect things that don't already have integrations. So we use, the next one I'll mention is Flowdesk. Flowdesk is not a super robust email provider. It's probably one of the most simple ones, but I, I use it for that reason because what the robust ones were preventing me from getting started. I'm like, there's too many buttons, too many options. I'm just not using it. I'm not creating funnels. I don't have any automations. I had no fucking automations for so long. Last year, we went bananas on automations and now we do like we have sometimes five figure months through our automations, which is insane and crazy when I want to say as early as 2021, that was a big fat zero. <laughs> Create an intention and place some attention on it for an extended period of time and you'll see what happens. But Flowdesk, 38 bucks a month. It's so simple. I use it because of the simplicity. I use it because it's super aesthetic. Are we going to eventually outgrow Flowdesk? Yep, but I'm totally okay with that because it's what, I mean, like we're running a million dollar business right now using a $38 email provider. 
I don't have all of the crazy, like if this and that set up, I'm sure that we could probably make more money with it. I'm sure eventually we'll hire an expert. They'll help us migrate and do all the things. <sighs> I just got like a well in my stomach. I'm like, maybe we never will. Maybe we'll use Flowdesk for forever. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The next one, Thrivecart. So Thrivecart is honestly where we've hosted the majority of our sales pages lately. Thrivecart is a one-time fee forever. It's $4.95 or an extra $195, so $6.90, one-time fee for forever and ever um, to take payment from people. So up until this very last launch, all of our sales pages were just the payment pages on Thrivecart. Like I said, I'm so known for doing the most with the least. And I'm like, you guys, I don't want to have like big fancy sales pages. It just takes too long. Dejan is now having a lot of fun with it. She surprised me. I had no idea she was going to do this. She surprised me and did the pleasure model. Um, you guys can go to thepleasuremodel.com and you can creep on it. But she did the pleasure model sales page on um, Squarespace. And it's so beautiful. And I'm so glad she did it. And it's it's so special. Um, and yet the, the majority of our stuff is not that um, fancy. Like it's so simple. If you guys go look at the regulate page, go to Andrea.com, click on courses and look at regulate. It is like the simplest, the simplest um, design. Unless by the time you're, if you're listening to this podcast and it's like a year later after we've dropped, we probably did redesign it at this point. Eventually we're going to turn everything into sales pages um, on um uh, why can I not remember Squarespace? But we on, we haven't really used Squarespace. I could do without it. I could do without it. I don't really need it. The only reason that we're starting to bring things back to Squarespace is because um, I'm going to do a lot more public speaking at some point. And I just was thinking like maybe it is time for us to have like a cohesive, well-branded hub so that as I start to do public speaking, it's just a little bit easier, even for like PR to find us and like dig through our stuff, creep on us, write about us. I've always been one of those people where I'm like, I don't pay for PR, but people love to write about me. It's one of my mantras. I'm like, people love to talk about me. People love to write about me. People are people are fascinated by how I do things. People are fascinated by how I think. Just like some of the internal mantras that I truly, truly believe about myself and people do. Like we're an entrepreneur magazine. Um... There was another article on beautysomething.com. I can't remember that somebody had written about me and my um, physical product brand freak at one point. I'd, they didn't even tell me they wrote an article. I happened to have found it on Pinterest. And I was like, oh, that looks, that's our, that's our bottle of our bath salts. But that's on a different page. Like we're, and we were such a new brand. And I was like, holy shit, somebody wrote about us. And there was like 300,000 followers on that Pinterest page. And I was like, Wow. Why wouldn't they message us and be like, hey, <laughs> we wrote an article about you. But I'm just one of those people where I'm like, people love to talk about me. People love to write about me. People love to just like whatever. And and then they do. So it was like, let's prepare for lots of people to want to talk about us and write about us positively, <laughs> adding that little caveat. So we're slowly working on that. But again, I've done 1.4 guys without it. 1.4 without it. It's not necessary. It's only that it does fit the vision of where I'm going. But had the if the vision were to just continue to scale exactly what I was doing right now into like a $10 million, $20 million brand, we could do it on Thrivecart. 
<laughs> very, very simply. Like there's like we just don't put a whole lot of like extraness into things. And of course we have our own, like it's special and it feels good and we're happy. And I like always love our branding and Dijon. Most of the time we put the work into like our Instagram stories because that's historically where we've done the majority of our sales. But I do love Thrivecart, like I said, one time fee. Um, and then the only, the only reason that we have the pro account is because we use their JV contracts. So like, for example, if I wanted to have somebody come in and like co-teach a course and they're going to get a certain percentage of all the sales, I could create a JV contract. So all of that's just automated and we don't have to go in and do anything manually every single month. So I like having that. Um, and then the last thing, the last two things that I want to share with you guys are things that I use for free. Number one, my iPhone, all of our photo shoots, I use my iPhone guys. Like I prop it up on either a little tripod or one of my team members or my kid or sometimes other people's cars. (laughs) I just prop up my iPhone. I've done so many photo shoots where I would just like fly to New York. I would rent out a hotel room with an aesthetic that I really like prop up my tripod and I would just shoot for like a couple of hours and I would have so much content and be done. I'd have content for the next three launches. And the only reason that I flew to New York was because I could and it was fun, (laughs) not because it was a necessity. I've also done like the pleasure model photo shoot. Um, I just did on my balcony. So Dejan did bring her camera and she was already visiting anyway. So she shot a few things with her camera and then we shot a bunch of stuff on the iPhone and we had both. But for the most part, we We almost never have a professional camera. It's pretty much always on the iPhone. And then filters, I don't even usually pay for any like fancy filters. Most of the time I just use Instagram stories and I record from there on one of the filters that I like that I already put up on stories. You guys, all of those together, excluding the one-time fee of 690 bucks that I paid for Thrivecart with the pro program. So that was one time we paid that already last year. The monthly subscriptions from all of that, 205 bucks. 205 bucks. Like we do, we average across the months this year, like a hundred and I think 20 K or something like that a month. What? 205 bucks. And again, those are nice to have. I love having them. They make my life so much easier and better, but I didn't use them to get started. I already had done a five figure launch with none of it. But these are the ones where I'm like, if all I could have were just a handful, what would be the ones that I would not want to live without and not see? So I want to share with them with you. We've had such a positive experience with all of them, except for mini chat is new or migrating to that. I already told you guys for the reason why, but every single other one, we've had nothing but a positive experience with all of these um, platforms and hello audio. I just like, I told them, I'm like, if you guys ever go away, either number one, sell to me, <laughs> I'll buy you out. Or number two, I'm going to create one and I'll be a competitor. <laughs> so like, just don't fuck around. Okay. Cause I need you guys. I need you guys. I really love and appreciate you. <laughs> so I think like, I think I probably have the most affinity for that one in particular only because like I just know the people behind the scenes and they're just like salt of the earth, amazing humans who just had a brilliant idea and just ran with it. And I just love fucking stories like that. I know you guys do too. Okay. I love you guys. All the links available to you in the show notes and I will hang with you next week. As always, Andrea dropped the mic. I'm Lorelai Taylor, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. 
If you enjoyed listening, please follow, review, and share with your friends. As always, anything mentioned in the show will be detailed in the show notes. And to keep up with everything going on with Andrea, check her out at love underscore Andrea Crowder on Instagram and check her links for some fun surprises too. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here.